What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. I am your host, Kyle, a personal trainer in the trenches each and every single day. My phone read a data today, so you're actually not going to get a theme song. I can record this on the way home, and then when I've connected to the internet, upload it. I can't compile it, though, uh, currently. So... What we're talking about is overtrain today. What can happen is your body can end up being conditioned too much. Um, people in their pursuit, as they get zealous and excited about fitness, they go from zero to 100 real quick, and they don't want to give up their, their habits. They go to the paint, and then the paint starts to dry, and it becomes really dry um, in your life, and, and you start to burn out. Now, we need recovery, both... Uh, all three physically emotionally and spiritually so um, what's important here to understand is that you can overdo fitness um, and you can notice it with a number of different lifestyle factors you'll see this pop up in your life in different ways so to say that conditioning is always important and exercise is always important is not the truth Um, at least when it comes to rigorous exercise Um, And some of the the key takeaways and indications that you'll see right away is that you'll lose your grip strength. Um, If you start to lack grip and capacity to brace or grab the Olympic bars or dumbbells and you're finding that's a big issue for you, um, then maybe you're overtraining. Now, this is the opposite side of what most people struggle with. Uh, Most people have uh, the incapacity to train enough. Um, but if you're on the other side of this thing, we also want to be cautious because there is a fine, a fine line here. The, the answer is in the balance. Remember, it's not whether or not we get angry is, is being good or bad. It's getting angry at the right reason, at the right person, for the right time, in the right duration, at the right moment um, is where you know true success lies. And it's not just about anger. It's all things. So conditioning for the right amount, in the right duration, at the right time, for the right amounts um, is what we're talking about here today because you can definitely overdo this thing. I read in a text yesterday that if you train in your anaerobic capacity, so your, your power, your strength, and your musculature, um, for longer than 90 minutes, you massively reduce blood glucose levels, um, which means you don't have the same opportunity to restore and synthesize protein. Now, if you don't have as much carbs in your system, that's pretty much what we're saying. Carbs uh, go into the bloodstream as glucose um, and gl- blood glucose levels are stored in muscle, the liver, and your brain as glycogen. Um, and blood glucose concentrations are depleted uh, intensely when you move beyond 90 minutes or so, and this was the study in the test, um, in anaerobic conditioning. So what does that mean? Well, you can not only overtrain over time, you can overtrain in any one day. So unless, of course, you're eating and drinking during exercise, which most people are not, um, you can have a protein shake during, but if you have a carb supplement, that'll probably help. Uh, all I'm saying is you don't need all the supplements and different things. You can, over time, condition your body to have awesome outcomes if you just remain consistent. So um, I'm encouraging you to eat Uh, Before and after training, you don't need to eat during, um, and you should be depleting and running out of glucose stores around 90 minutes. But I'm recommending to just follow conditioning, follow the templates in the in-game training system um, or most things that are online. Um, They typically don't make you train for anywhere more than 45 minutes to an hour. 
Um, that little 45 minute rigorous exercise interval is more than enough stimulation for you to be progressively growing muscle over time, assuming you have all the lifestyle factors in place. Assuming you have all the lifestyle factors in place. I know I say this in literally every fucking podcast, but if you don't sleep properly, eat well, drink lots of water, um, train when you're healthy, uh, and connect with loved ones and family members, your gains will be limited. Um, we are pack animals, we need each other, and more than just for fun. Um, for symbiosis and blood regulation and so many things. Um, so when we, when we piece this stuff uh, together, the stimulation piece is like overtraining. It can happen. Um, so how do you monitor this thing? Well, um, I was talking with a, uh, another coach. His name was Cole. He's a pretty knowledgeable guy. He's shredded. He's got the best calves on the planet for the guy's size. Um, everyone comments on his calves and his legs because he's just jacked um, in his own disposition. Um, and he was like, and I was like, hey, man, how you feeling? He's like, oh, no, I'm not training today or whatever the conversation was. And I was like, why? He's like, man, my body's just wrecked, right? So he's probably feeling, you know, physically uh, at, his, at his end or emotionally or spiritually just doesn't feel like training that day. This guy does not struggle to train. So he's on the opposite end of the problem. Uh, this is a norm for me in my life because I know lots of people who are gym regulars who probably have overtrained. I know I have in the past. So don't worry if you've made the mistake. There's no perfection here. But the idea is to be mindful uh, that you're not overtraining because you can be limiting your athletic performance. I overtrained when I was in varsity, when I was in college. So my athletic capacity wasn't the same when I wanted to uh, perform on the court. I was a competitive volleyball player for many years, played at a pretty high level. Um, when I was playing varsity, um, I found that my athletic capacity was not there because I was overtraining. When you're overtraining, this does not only just affect your physical capacity, it affects your emotional capacity as well because your emotions are highly based on blood uh, and brain chemicals. Um, if you're overtraining, you're going to be, let's say, mixed around in those blood and, and brain chemicals. Um, serotonin, dopamine, uh, cortisol, uh, and ep epinephrine, neuroepinephrine, like all of these different hormones and different enzymatic things, uh, blood chemistry is different if you're over conditioning. So there's a number of different ways to say if you feel super irritable, you feel exhausted, like you're not sleeping through the night or when you wake up in the morning, uh, test your resting heart rate. It should be uh, below 72 beats per minute. That's the average. I'm saying if you're, if you're really healthy, you're going to be between 55 and 65 beats per minute. That's, that's the ideal. Um, I'm saying so Anything below that starts to become risky. Anyways, we don't have to dive too much into the, the details of what's healthy. Um, but if you can um, effectively be uh, maintaining a, a blood per, uh, beats per minute, a resting heart rate over the course of a minute, test your pulse in the morning. If you don't know how to test your pulse, uh, look it up on Google. <laughs> it's super simple, linear. There's, a, there's a, a number of different ways in which you can test your pulse. You can do it with your fingers and just count. Um, but if the first thing you do in the, when you wake up in the morning and it's above 72, pretty good indication that either you know, you're hypertensive, you, you have high blood pressure, um, or if it's usually low and it's high, you're probably overtraining. There's a really quick way to figure out if you're doing it. Now, there is severe cases of overtraining where it can take six months for the body to appropriately recover. This is important to understand. Most people think fitness is about the stimulation. Someone looks at me and they're like, oh, you must exercise all the time. I'm like, no. No, I don't actually. I only exercise 45 minutes to an hour a day every day, right? Except for 
deload weeks, except for when I'm rocked, except for if I notice my grip strength going, except for if I'm physically, emotionally, or spiritually rocked, okay? Um, the, the fitness thing in my own brain is not something to lose. So you're gonna hear people, and I hear, I hear this a lot, um, it's funny, um, you're gonna hear people that are like, oh, you know, I, I used to be fit like you when, when I was a kid, and you know, now I'm 40 and it's different. And I'm like, you weren't fit like me as a kid. If you were fit like me, you would have the neurology and the habits that is so deeply ingrained as to why this is so unbelievably important. People in recollection, emotions aren't actually a very uh, logical uh, deduction of what's going on in your, in your past. We can only remember things that are really emotional. So if someone's like, I was fit like you as a kid, I'm like, you were fit, no problem. But you were not fit like me. You've not put in the blood, sweat, and tears, right? Um, all I'm suggesting for you is the number one, and I've said this so many times, the number one indication of you being in great shape for a long time is work over time. Are you consistent? Are you doing it over the course of the long term? Are you worried about your, what you look like in six months? Uh, because if that's your outlook, you're probably gonna struggle kind of maintaining those habits. Don't worry about recovery weeks and taking deloads and, and not conditioning really hard. If you're like, I'm trying to build the gym habit, I'm like, yeah, but you've been going to the paint for like three months. Give yourself a breather. Now, I was actually, I had a friend who reached out, a guy that I grew up with and he's killing it right now. Um, uh, bruff, if you're hearing this, like keep going, man. Um, but he mentioned something in his, in his texting, and I'm not trying to call you out, dude. This is just, I love the energy that you're throwing in, but I can always like chip away and critique things as you go. Um, so if you look at your process, um, I think, and maybe I just misread this, you were suggesting that you hadn't slept much in the past couple days. Um, no problem, but you really gotta be careful about that one because that's a recovery piece, and recovery is way more important than the stimulation. You won't grow without the stimulation, so you, you know, the boxing and the running and, and the swimming and all the shit you're killing right now, which is awesome, um, keep killing it, but just be mindful about that recovery because if you overstimulate and don't recover, you're overtraining um, because it's all about an energy balance. Um, but either way, dude, nothing, nothing, you know, no ill words, just as like a, as a thought, like as you put pressure into stuff, be able to take pressure off. Now, I know uh, that my past was not the way I am living now and how I want my future to be. Um, so we sometimes get into this, I'm not speaking to anyone or, or at this at any point, this is just a general outline, because every time I think about like, oh, I don't know, Kyle, should you have these cigars at the cottage? Like, that might be a, a bad idea. I don't have the same relationship that I did with the substances I struggled with when I was in when I was 15 or even 25. Now that I'm 30 uh, and growing and changing and working on myself and have people around me that support me and have different systems put in place and realize and understand cognitive bias, like human instincts, as you start to understand your own instincts, you can build different habits and rules in your life. Such as, I actually have someone controlling uh, parental controls on my video game uh, because it's so addicting, but it's also a blast. And I get to connect with my friends and hang out with my friends every single week on Sunday, which is remarkable, but the game is addicting as hell. So I don't want it to let it, I don't want to let it take over my life, but I also want to be able to play it. So what do I do? I take it completely out of my control, okay? And as such, the only time ever that I allow myself to go and uh, you know drink beer or smoke cigars or you know do th the, the vastly unhealthy things um, is when I'm on my 10% and usually at specific locations. When I'm sitting down with my dad, which I see once every two or three months, or when I'm at a cottage. 
okay? So when you understand this balance for yourself and you can build a better one, you don't have to worry about slipping into old habits. Um, As you develop resilience in this lifestyle, developing a long-term perspective of your future in fitness and keeping and chipping away, it's gonna feel unnatural and grunty at some point. You're gonna wanna fucking give up. And that's normal, except the monologue, if you've listened to that podcast, is I'm a person that doesn't give up. I'm a person that works hard. I'm a person that stays consistent. I'm a person that will do what it takes to get the results that I deserve. I'm a person that lives uh, an amazing life. I'm a person that lives in a life of, of abundance. And you're choosing better frameworks. So as you're like, oh, I don't want to do this, catch yourself in that monologue and say, no, like I'm, I'm going to win. I'm going to keep fighting until it works. I'm going to keep working until I'm in the best shape possible. Because why play small? right? Like why, why ever sell yourself short when you can have the best fucking life possible ever? You live in, if you live in Ontario and you're listening to this, or you live in any first world country, you have more opportunity than ever before to be able to improve your education, to improve your money, to improve your lifestyle, your, or your, your food intake, your conditioning capacity. Like the gym is, is a first world tool. Now it's in second and third world countries as well. Nowhere near as frequent and nowhere near as abundant. There's so many more tools inside a standard gym and the tools are so unbelievably efficient at creating body change and athleticism. So I'm beating that horse here, uh, but all I'm suggesting is that don't worry about slipping into your old habits. Work on building new systems around them and if they're so bad that you can't put them in your life, don't. Okay, um, I didn't like the pot smoking thing. I couldn't control it whenever I would put in my life. So I never did, okay? Um, and before you say, oh Kyle, you're a health professional and you do unhealthy things, because I had someone call me, uh, call me out on that on the weekend. They're like, you're eating Chinese food? That's not very healthy. You're a hypocrite. And I'm like, um, excuse me? <laughs> like, do you know how much work I put into my health, right? Like what you're saying is I'm imperfect. That's a little bit better. I'm not a hypocrite because I don't, I don't try and say that you can't be a human. I'm saying 90-10. Build that balance. You're not a piece of shit if you do something unhealthy. You will become unhealthy if you do too much unhealthy stuff in an inappropriate balance. I'm suggesting that there are things to be respected in life. Um, all substances that are too addicting, that create a massive amount of pleasure, should definitely be respected if, if not ignored completely. Um, but if you can handle your addictive substances in a 90-10 balance. I, I'm a little bit more like 95-5. Like I'm, I'm pretty elitist when it comes to my health. I eat you know, as, as clean as I possibly can. Um, just work on, on improving your lifestyle over time. I've done this with so many, so many people now. Um, and their process, you don't even have to be like that great. You can do like a 75-25 lifestyle and you'll probably see some pretty cool results and changes. 90-10 is just for like that stage prep. 90-10 is just so that you can look sick year-round. Like, like me living at 90-10 is just making sure that if I have a night or two, um, my body just absorbs it and moves on. You talk to any fitness professional, right? Maybe some are super elitists, but um, I can think of all of the people that I'm close with right now. You know, I'm not gonna name drop, but there's one girl who loves donuts. That's her thing, that's her 10. There's a guy who loves uh, his beer, and that's his 10. Right there's uh, another guy like there's no there's no perfect human. You look. I want you. I just really really want you to be sure that the people at the top, the people who are the most successful, are the most consistent. They're not perfectly consistent. 
right? So don't be so hard on yourself if you fuck things up or make some mistakes or have some fun. Life needs to be fun, but in the right balance at the right time for the right duration for the right purpose, right? So the takeaway here is more or less um, allow yourself to take a breather. Don't train too much. If you get excited about stuff and you want to try a bunch of new stuff, I'm all about it. I will always find wins in you putting in energy and holding yourself to a high fucking standard. But do not always hold that high standard. Make sure you recover. That's that's the money of the game. Um, and you just remain consistent. Remain consistent in your sleep, your water, your nutrition, and your training. And that's it's not that hard. It's like a wash, rinse, repeat cycle, man. It's just the consistency is the hard part. Like, I get it. Um, me developing reading habits was like atrocious uh, until it wasn't. And that's what I'm saying for you. And and these habits, they take discipline. They will seem atrocious and really frustrating and emotional uh, until they're not. And that's that's the magic is what I'm looking for here in your own neurology is keep going until it's not a problem. Keep going until it becomes pleasurable. So uh, thanks again so much uh, for tuning in, everyone. Live that 90-10. Try and work on yourself each and every single day. Put some purpose into your life. Don't mix purpose with fun. Don't mix fun with purpose. And just keep kicking ass, folks. Uh, I love you guys very much. Thank you for all the support. I love all the questions coming in and all the feedback in this podcast. Um, Do your best to uh, pursue your own future in fitness on a consistent basis. And I promise your future in fitness will come um, and you will have a much different lens on what health and fitness looks like than what you do today. Keep adding value as these podcasts do each and every day, a little bit more to your health bank account, if we want to call it that. And I will see you guys in just 24 hours. Ciao for now.